I may look a little tired this morning. It's because I could not sleep last night. It is discoveries of the week. And let me tell you, I cannot sleep the night before because there are so many great things as we've been talking about exploring options all week. Hey, what's your discovery of the week around exploring options? See if yours match ours. All that more is coming up on today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Hey, Tom. Happy Friday. I'm so excited. It's Discoveries of the Week. Good morning, Bob. You're uh, a little more chipper than you said you were in your opening. I, I, I perked up. You know, it's always exciting to talk about Discoveries of the Week. You know well, that. then. Uh, that's nothing wrong. That's excellent to hear. So why don't we dive right into it? Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, where we'll have a conversation around the topic. Uh, and as we have that conversation today, we're going to share our discoveries of the week. We would encourage you to share your discoveries of the week as well, because we know that someone out there might be looking for exactly that thing to help them take their next step, maybe today, or maybe somewhere else down the line along their own unique pathway to success. So as we go through that conversation, we would encourage you to share your thoughts and ideas, whether you are following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or LinkedIn Live, baby. Yes, indeed. LinkedIn Live. <clears throat> so we welcome to see it. If you happen to be listening to the podcast today, we know there's not an opportunity for you to share your ideas there. I'm working so you on can... it, Tom. I keep telling you I'm working on it. I know. I know. I'm, that's why I'm trying not to pressure you. About okay. It. All right. Uh, if not, you can always go to either our LinkedIn group or our Facebook group. The LinkedIn group is the Renegade Success Network for Leaders, and our Facebook group is the Ring of Renegades. And inside both of those groups, you have an opportunity to share your discoveries of the week, because there will be a post up there that will allow anybody a chance to share them, because we know that inside of that group, people are looking for how to take their next step. And so your discovery might be exactly what they need. Now, it could be around our topic, which would be great, or... It could also be around some other discovery you had this week, because we know that the value that you add could really benefit someone else. So uh, before we dive into our conversation, though, we start each morning with our celebrations. Bob, what's your celebration today? I am celebrating something really simple. Okay. That's electricity. You know, I, I the power went out last night for about 10 minutes. I was trying to watch the football game and the power went out and I was trying to write something on my book and I realized how it how nice it is just to turn the power on and you know when you turn the switch and things work the way you want and I was when the power was off I went and um was going to microwave something and I take it out of the freezer and it's all set, put it in the microwave and I press the buttons and nothing happens. <laughs> I realize it. Well, okay, yes, the power is out. Have you ever done that? I don't believe so. And I'm sure I probably have. 
yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm very thankful for the uh, powers that be, excuse the pun, at Baltimore Gas and Electric Company or Exelon or whoever they are, you know, the fine folks that provide that electricity that makes all this possible. That would have allowed you, that then allowed you at some point later to use your microwave. And watch the rest of the football game. And watch the rest of the game. Fair enough. Fair How about enough. you? What are you celebrating? Uh, today I'm celebrating that I'm having a conversation with someone who I think is going to become a new client. Uh, it's a, a person who works in a nonprofit organization, and it's an organization I've done some work for, for before, uh, nice. some coaching. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to having that conversation and seeing where it takes us. Nice. Nice. So it's yeah. nice when you get return business from a customer, right? Yes. Yes, it is. It's, uh, Certainly it's affirms that you're doing something well. That there's some value that I'm adding. Correct. That's, yes. Which is yeah. a good, which is a good thing. Uh, and you know, the 80-20 rule, right? 80% of your business comes from 20% of your customers. Yeah. I feel like I've heard that a lot lately. lately. And I, it, I start to it, think it, it bears it, out for me. Yeah, but I was going to say, I think it's even more. Like, I think it gets closer and closer to 90-10 or 95-5. I think it would be interesting to go and look and see. And if you actually looked at that, um, how those numbers might bear out. Huh. be interesting. Yeah. Because usually be what happens is the better clients or the better clients spend more. <clears throat> or in the nonprofit Or, or case, you create products or services to satisfy your better clients because you're closer to them. And because they've shown that they'll put money behind something. So you might go to them and say, hey, I had this idea. I might do this. Would you be on board if, if I did that? And they go, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we're looking for. Sure. Sure. You know? So I yeah. think that it's um, it's it's a nice thing when you can have uh, customers who come back for more. Indeed. They obviously have lots of options that they could explore. And it's nice that when they explore those options, they consider us. Speaking of which, we are, we've been talking all week about exploring options, and today we're going to share our discoveries of the week. Bob, do you want to share a discovery of the week that you've had around exploring, sure. exploring options? I think the big discovery I had this week was around the idea that we have to, by exploring the options, it broadens our knowledge base. And that knowledge base is, you know, we learn more, we, we, we have new insights, new knowledge, new um, experience, new perspectives, and those color everything we do going forward. So exploring options often, it's like, oh, I got to pick which thing I'm going to eat on the menu tonight. I was out last night earlier in the evening and they, they gave the menu and the menu had a whole bunch of choices. And the person I was with, he said to me, there are way too many options here. I'm just going to focus on the appetizers. And I thought that was interesting because we've been talking about exploring options. Like sometimes you have so many options, you can't manage it. And I uh, worked with some restaurants a couple of months ago and they were high level restaurants and they were talking about how they get people through the restaurants more quickly. And believe it or not, one of the strategies is to compress the menu. Mm -hmm. So there are fewer yeah. options because people spend less time deciding. So when we think about exploring options, think about that restaurant that wants to make it so you get in and out in 90 minutes is narrowing the choices because they know if you have 80 choices, you're going to be overwhelmed. If you have 10 choices, you're going to you're going to do it probably a lot quicker because, you know, I, I don't have to worry about whether I'm going to get rigatoni or angel hair pasta or this or that. Chef said this is the pasta we have today. Get over it. Like it or lump it. 
Sure. And I think that's really insightful for us because I think the other thing I really thought about a lot this week was the idea that if we give ourselves too many options to consider, it tends to paralyze us. We overanalyze. And there's, I'm certainly someone who wants to research things and I'll research things to death rather than take action. And so I have to really say to myself, okay, I've looked at this for a couple of days. I need to take action. I can't look because you could look forever. You know, Absolutely. If, you're, if you're trying to pick the perfect car, you can try how many car flavors are there out there to choose from? Hundreds when you really get down to it. Do I want a hybrid? Do I want all electric? Do I want gas? Do I want diesel? Do I want a Hemi? Do I want you could go forever just making that decision, then narrowing sure. it down to a brand and then the model and then the price and then the gas mileage and then the color. It's a lot to take in. And I think we do that to avoid making a decision. You know, I, I know a couple of people who are like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at my next car. Oh, really? Oh, what are you thinking? You know, I'm just starting my search. Oh, really? How many have you looked at? Oh, I've been to every dealership in the area. Okay. <laughs> and you said the other day, you know, usually we have a brand that we like. Sure. Or two brands that we like. And you, you narrow it in that way. And I think as we look at exploring options, having some sort of structure to how that looks could be really valuable. And I think that's what we're going to talk about next week is the whole idea of choosing a pathway and how you get from, oh, I'm overwhelmed with choices to here's a pathway I'm going to go down and see what happens. So what did yeah. you discover this week? Well, I think part of you know part of what you shared is is a lot of what I discovered. And I was writing about that on LinkedIn yesterday. That there's, I was kind of thinking about four succinct steps that can be really helpful as you're starting to choose options, and I think, uh, or you're starting to discover or explore options, because um, I think one of the things that can happen is exactly what you said. You know, you can get so overwhelmed. Like if I wanted to to hire someone, I could just say, "Hey, we're looking for people to hire." You know, it's like, have you ever driven by those signs and say, open hiring today or open yes. interviewing? Like, well, what are you interviewing for? What's the position? What's the. And so you could get people with all sorts of different skill sets and you could be spending a ton of time talking to people who are really not necessarily qualified for the positions you're looking for. But they just see your company, see that you're interviewing you're like, oh, OK, great. I'll I'll go in and an interview. And, and I think that one of the things is, is really trying to be clear about why you're hiring or why you're exploring options. You know, not just that, that you're tired of a job. Well, let me just go look. Okay. Well, how will you know if what you find seems to be better if you're just tired of the job? You know, if you can really dive into that, why am I, you know, what is it about being tired of it? That's truly the challenge so that I can then start to think about, as you said, maybe narrowing my options a little bit and starting to consider what it is. And at the same time, you know, I think about in the same way is that, you know, if you were living in Baltimore area like we do, and you said, well, I only want to live in Baltimore. And sometimes that's the case, you know, or I only want to work there. So this is the range of where I'm looking. And you might omit something that is just outside of those boundaries that you've set that might be 
something that might be a really good fit and might be something that it would be worth exploring further. And yet you haven't opened yourself to the opportunity. So I think finding that harmony of putting restrictions on what I'm looking for and not putting too many that I miss out on something that might be really beneficial and might be worthwhile. And as I said in my article, um, <clears throat> that I think it's really good to have two or three different types of restrictions and sort of look at those as, well, here are the options. And and then pick one and have one of those be something that's completely that you had never thought about before. You know, like I've, I'm habitual looking at houses for whatever reason. And so on a couple of different, on a, on a, uh, a realtor site, I have a couple of different sets of things set up. You know, like one is around search me. parameters. Search parameters, correct. Yeah. One is like around me and within this price range. And then another is just into Pennsylvania and around a certain price range. And another is a little closer to, you know, a little further east. And what does that look like? And because those are things that we've had conversations about where might we want to live. And I've been doing that for a long time. And I think that one of the things I've done is I've expanded my, um, my, some of my ranges, probably a little bit out of a true range. Just again, so I don't say, you know, let's say that my price limit was $400,000 and there's something out there that's $410,000 that I miss because I said, well, I can only go to this point. And so I think there's a balance in, um, or there's a harmony in how you set up those restrictions so that they're not too restrict. And yet they're not too wide open um, as you try to figure out all the things that you might explore. And folks, Tom will be getting his realtor's license sometime in the next few months, it sounds like, as he moves further and further into this pathway. I have a pretty good understanding of the uh, the real estate options in uh, northwest of Baltimore. Okay, <laughs> but I think, and I think that goes for a lot of other things, though. You know, if you're looking about hiring, again, mm -hmm. if you put out a job description that says we're looking for whomever, or you're looking, you know, you put out a job description that has six different skill sets that you're looking for, the likelihood that someone is going to have all of them, pretty unlikely. And and so now you have to decide, okay, what am I willing to accept, and what am I willing to consider, explore as we go through this, um, and I think so often organizations challenge themselves because the job descriptions they create don't really help the people applying really understand what the role is or the people who are making the hiring decision have a real clarity around um, this is what we're really truly looking for. Wow, we've covered a whole lot this week. We've covered some employment, we've covered um some management we've covered some entrepreneurship i forget the topic we debated oh questions that should go in interviews so oh, yes that, what was that wednesday or tuesday i think, I think that, that was, was tuesday i think it was at the end tuesday. of tuesday show yeah yeah so if you if you're yeah that was a good healthy debate so folks like i said we'll be back next week and we're going to talk about choosing a pathway so we've been talking about considering options this week next week we'll talk about how to choose a path to go down which often as you consider those options the next thing is choosing that pathway so uh i think it's now your time to wrap things up tom 
I will, but I'm going to put this in here because, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this person yesterday or the day before. And because we had not heard from her in a while. And I was uh, I was starting to wonder if everything I was saw okay. her Tuesday evening. We had a little family uh, birthday party. Yes. for. So Beth says, good morning, Tom and Bob. Enjoy your day and weekend. You as well, Beth. And it was great. I was very happy when I looked at that comment and saw it was from you because I was wondering where you were and how you were doing. So thank you for coming back and sharing a welcome and a good morning with us. Hope that you have a great weekend as well. All right, everyone, thanks so much for being a part of our show today. As we mentioned, if you have discoveries of the week you'd like to share, please feel free to go to either one of our groups. If you're a LinkedIn person, go to the Renegade Success Network for Leaders. If you're a Facebook person, go to the Ring of Renegades and you can go in there and share your thoughts and ideas. And you might just discover something that someone else shares that could really make a difference and help you take your next step along your own unique pathway to success. So we look forward to seeing you inside of those groups. If not, we'll see you Monday morning. 7 a.m. Eastern for our next episode of Today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you and do something. Explore an option you might not consider over the weekend on something, even something little, a different ice cream flavor, a different thing at your favorite restaurant, something outside the range and see what happens when you explore some new option. And I would even encourage you to flip it totally on its head. Find something that is completely opposite of what you typically would do might give you a new perspective. All right, everyone, go out and make it a great day. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, Connect on LinkedIn or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.